0: Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys. On today's podcast, I am going to tackle the myth that you need to think about scores in order to get good scores. And I'm actually going to going to kind of give you what for about my opinion on what talking about scores does to an athlete's competence. So this one's for you, parents. If you're the kind of person who likes to post, yay, my daughter got a good score at her meet on Facebook, then pay attention. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey, everybody. I'm Coach Rebecca Smith, and I am here to deliver a message from my soapbox to parents. I'm in a ton of gymnastics Facebook groups because I basically live, sleep, eat, breathe gymnastics. So if you are a swim parent or a figure skater parent, bear with me. But I'm yelling mostly, I'm mostly yelling at the gymnast parents right now, but you also might be guilty if you are not a gymnastics parent. So with that intro, I want to talk to you about all the talk about scores. Now, I know this is our culture. This is how things have been going forever. It's like the scores, the scores, the scores. How can my daughter get her scores up? Well, you guys watch this routine so that you can tell me how to get those two tenths? because she needs this score to get to state. She really needs to qualify for state. What if she doesn't get her skill by this weekend? She can't compete all four events Then she won't have an all-around score then she can't go to state. She needs two tenths to qualify. How do I get these tents? It's like so much conversation about scores. So I just bite my tongue in those groups because I'm like, you're not here to listen to me. You guys are here to like, you know, show your videos and get your tents and all that good stuff. But oh my gosh, you guys don't have any idea how detrimental this that type of casual language about scores all throughout competition season can be to your young athlete when she's out there competing or when he's out there competing. If you keep hyper-focusing on the scores, this is what actually happens to your athlete. What happens is that they they sort of transport to the meat. Anytime they are thinking about scores, they're transporting in their mind forward into the future into the meet where they are potentially failing, where they're falling short, they're not getting that score, they are so focused on the score that they are demanding perfection of themselves, especially in a sport that gives them a a score, on a range of perfect to fail, basically. Nobody gets tens, nobody's perfect, so everybody's feeling like they're failing if the whole measure of success is that one number that one number that is scribbled out by some lady or some guy who may be having a very bad day, who may be like, I don't see anything I like out here. And first place will be an 8.75 today. It's like, it's so subjective. Same with figure skating. And if you skater, you guys know it's so subjective. If they don't like your hair, if they don't, if you're not as cute, like it may impact the number that flashes up on that screen. But With all of that, like, uh, can you tell I'm a little bit, mm, I'm a little irked about this. What happens is if you are so focused on a score, you are not focused on your technique, your execution, building confidence, your physical strength, your flexibility, getting enough repetitions in. You're not training calm confidence. You're just thinking about the future. And when humans think about the future, unless you've done some training you will automatically default to things going badly. Okay, you'll automatically default to comparing yourself to others and coming up short. So I was just talking with a client just a few minutes ago about what I call the focus flashlight. So you have the ability as a human to focus on about one to two things at a time. I know we're in this era of multitasking and yes, I do like eat and text and watch TV and knit and like all of this at the same time, but I'm not doing any of it great. If we want to be really efficient, you can focus on literally one thing at a time. Now, if you have this focus flashlight and you can only focus on one thing at a time, do you want to be focusing on your scores at a competition? Meaning you're not thinking about your technique. You're not present. You are out in the future in your potential failure the whole time. No, <laughs> spoiler alert. No, that's not what you want to be focused on. Swimmers, I talk to swimmers all the time and it's like the quickest fix to be like, stop thinking about times and you'll swim faster. I guarantee you, any swimmers out there, give me a give me a hello. If you stop thinking about times, you will swim faster. If you stop thinking about scores, you will perform better. Why you may ask? Well, because the place that your focus needs to be in order to get the very best out of you on competition day, where your focus flashlight needs to shine is the direct moment that you're in. That flashlight needs to be on exactly what is happening in this moment. In order to get into what is called a flow state, which is like those self-trust moments where you are not thinking, you are not forcing, you are not trying. You are one with your skill. You are one with the execution of the skill in the moment. That is when your training will shine through. You're not tense. You're not over trying to be perfect. You're not Super, super nervous. You're just flowing. Now, the one thing that can snap you out of a flow state quicker than anything is thinking about the outcome. If you think about a skill two skills ahead, boom, you're out of flow. Done. If you think about the score, if you think about what are the judges thinking, if you think about anything other than exactly what you're doing in that moment, you are out of the flow state and you are no longer executing to the maximum of your potential. So, parents, are like, she got a 9.2, I'm so proud of her. Oh my gosh, Facebook, look at her scores. That casual reference to outcomes, it gets reinforced over and over in the minds of these athletes that the only thing that matters is the outcome. The only thing that matters is the score. So if that's all they know matters, that's all they're going to be thinking about, that is gonna create a fear of failure because it's like, again, that range of success and fail. Anything that's not a 10 is a fail. So they're out there like, I'm going to fail today because all of my success is based on the outcome of this one number that goes up on that board and that level of the podium that I get to stand on. So they're like, here I am getting ready to fail. This is terrifying, I'm tense, and then they get unpredictable and their bodies act a little weird and they feel off and then they get in their heads, Whew. So here's where there's one time when I do, I do encourage some level of outcome focus. Like I'm actually the kind of girl who I have goals. All my whole whiteboard above me is covered in goals because like outcomes are useful. If you don't have a, like a place where you're going on the map, then you are just wandering. So I do want you to have a goal. I want you to win. I want you to make it to state. I want you to stick that beam routine. I like, I want all the things for you but that does not have any place around competition. So the place where the outcome focus can be valuable is when you are dragging butt at the end of practice and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I don't feel like it. And you literally just need a little bit of motivation. That's when you're like, but I wanna get to state. So I'm gonna do this next round of conditioning like I wanna get to state. And you use that as a desire booster for those moments when you need more motivation. Now, the mistake that a lot of coaches make is they try to, I'm gonna say, quote unquote, motivate athletes by being like, you have a meet in six weeks. You have a meet this weekend. You need to be perfect. You're not perfect, not good enough. They are focused on the outcome all the time, which is not useful either. So you use that when you're like, I don't wanna go to BEAM today, but I really wanna improve my routine because I really wanna qualify to state. So let's do it, BEAM. You know, that's how you use that outcome. Then while you're training, you want to be focused in on your training, not the outcome there either. So you, I mean, the best, happiest, most successful athletes are the ones who have trained themselves to be hyper-focused on progress, progress. Okay. So that's every little improvement that you make throughout the day where you start at point A when you show up at whatever event that is, and then you end Feeling like you got a little better at things, like got a little better at that, got a little better at that. That was rough. Learned something, got a little better at that. And then you move and you do the next event and you are constantly tracking your progress and meet by meet. Basically you have these like five or six meets throughout a competitive season. It's crazy, right? You train all year for 20 minutes of competition, actual competition. And I look at those like it's a check-in just to check on how your training is landing in your automated muscle memory. How well have you automated your muscle memory? You just go in and you're like, little pop quiz, like, oh, pretty good. Okay, this needs work, this doesn't. And then you do another check-in in in a couple of weeks and you just do another check-in and it's just practice where you learn, how are my skills holding up? How am I training? And it's all about progress. It's all about getting a little better from the beginning of season to the end of season. So if coaches and parents are hyper-focused on outcome, what are athletes gonna do? They're gonna hyper-focus on outcome. So what I would like for you guys to do, you parents and you coaches and you athletes also, start focusing on progress. Allow a meet to just be an opportunity to go and show what you got. And then afterward, you'll go, well, this mistake taught me that I need to work this skill. This success taught me that this type of training is working for me. This success shows me that I was focusing on the right thing. You're just looking for feedback, data, and then you go to the next one and you try it again. So I I have a friend who is a coach at Chapel Hill Gymnastics, Vahid, and he he did this experiment with his athletes. I'm going to call it an experiment. It was not actually an experiment, but he just made some changes within his program because he wanted to put humans before scores and outcomes. He was like, this whole year, we're not thinking about scores at all. We are not score focused. We're not even going to look at our scores at meets. We're just going to go, we're going to perform, and we're going to see how do we feel? What was good? What can we learn from? And so he took this team and he's like, yeah, we might just go and totally blow it because I'm taking, I'm sort of taking pressure off. I know that's a scary thing to think about. Like, if I don't put pressure on them, am I going to get the best out of them? That whole motivation factor, right? Well, he did this. And then that next year, they did pretty well. The next year, once they all had sort of worked the outcome focus out of their system, guess what happened? They won. (laughs) They have the number one platinum bars team in the nation. And that's the thing. It's like, in order to make this cultural shift within our youth sports, we have to take a risk. You have to risk a not so great season focusing on just progress. Because you're like, if I focus on progress and I don't try to win every single time, Am I going to fail? Am I going to lose my mojo? It's a risk. But I'm telling you, the organizations that have started to do this, that have de emphasized scores and emphasized happiness, progress, you know, community, positivity, they have these well oiled machine teams who support each other like crazy, who have fun at meets. And guess what? They win. But it's not because they were trying to win, it's because they did all the right stuff. And then that's the side effect. So that's that is like that's my whole philosophy in a nutshell. Keep the focus on the progress, off the outcomes. Talk about, you know, how fun it is to watch your athlete perform or you looked so happy out there. I'm so proud of you. Like what if you saw a, a, on Facebook someone posted a video and was like, "My daughter was so happy today. I'm so proud of her." Instead of like, "She got first place, 9.725." "She looked so happy out there." Or, "I'm so proud of your resilience and your determination when you fell in warm up." that was crazy. And you got up and you look like nothing ever happened. I am so proud of you. Or you fell twice in your B routine. And you know what? You finished the end stronger than the beginning. That's the kind of thing. I see you improving. I can tell from meet to meet that you are, you're really doing well in training, you know? And, and for the kid whose mom is like, but she has to get her skills so she can compete four events so she can get to state. Okay. If she can compete three events, then you tell her how pretty those three events were and how proud you are of how much you cheered your teammate on for that fourth. Okay, so that's my challenge to you. If you can de-emphasize scores and outcomes, focus in on happiness, the human, the progress, it's an experiment worth taking. So if any of you have meets this weekend, moms and dads, like zip it about scores and just like see if you can focus on other things and help to start shifting that for your athlete too. All right, thank you for hanging out and I will see you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the perform happy podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.